come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we have a very special guest joining us in studio that will share with us their perspective on the topic of prayer according to God's Word. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. Wait a minute, hold up. This is not a lesson. We have a surprise for you guys this episode. So get ready, buckle up, and get ready to enjoy what we have to share with you today. We're going to talk about prayer. This is the month of prayer. So we have a surprise guest for you in studio. So I want to give you, you know, you guys know I love to give definitions. So here's the world and the biblical meaning of prayer. A solemn request for help or expression of thanks addressed to God. Not to man, but to God. Matthew 18, 20 says, For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am with them. How awesome is that? God will join us when we're in prayer with other people. That doesn't mean we have to be physically connected in the same space. But you could pray from where you are, and I could pray from where I am, and God will be in the midst of our prayer. How awesome is God? So anyway, I am so excited about this week's episode. You guys are in for a blessing. I I got y'all. Y'all thought I was going to say treat. Nope. Nothing about God is a treat. God is a God of hope, peace, blessings, and above all, love. I have with me today Tasha, our special guest in studio via phone. Please join me in welcoming Tasha to the studio and most importantly to our show, Teen Bible Study Taught in 10 Minutes. Tasha, this month's topic of prayer and our episodes were planned out by the lovely sister Bennett. So we thought, what better month than this month devoted to prayer to bring you on the show to share your thoughts on prayer? How do you feel about that? Well, prayer for me, that was one of those things where as I was learning and growing in my walk with Christ, prayer was the one thing that I kind of was drawn to regardless of all the words in the Bible um, and all the messages you'll hear in ministry, prayer was that one thing that was personal for me. Um, And once I learned that I can pray and have a personal conversation with God, for me, that opened up my spiritual life a whole lot greater than just someone telling me to read certain scriptures or study the Bible during these times. Um, prayer, that, 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 that's my personal thing there. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, people think about prayer in a very spooky way, or they got to have a script, or they got to be politically correct. They got to be in a certain posture and all these things that, like you said, they're taught these things. But until they open it up to, to open up themselves to what prayer really is, do they really get to enjoy the harmony and relationship and the communication they can have with God? So again, we thank you for that great explanation. But because of that, you were inspired to start something called Chain Breakers. Can you tell us about that? 
So I was talking with one of our ministers um, maybe a year or so ago, and he had been pushing me um, to do more within the church. He said I was holding back um, because I would have these conversations with him about um, prayer. I would share testimonies with him and he would minister to me all the time. And I would tell him about experiences that I've had ministering to others, but I didn't call it ministering. I always said I was inspiring them or motivating them. And then he looked at me one day and he said, you're ministering. And I was like, no, I'm not a minister. He said, you're holding back and God needs you to do more. And I'm like, okay, still didn't think that that was my call at the time. Um, But again, I, I kept having that same conversation with him. And then eventually I looped in. Um, Pastor Stewart, and I said, this is the the idea that I have, and I'm not sure what this is supposed to be, and um, I need your permission, and I need your blessing on this, because I can't step out and speak um, to people if I don't feel like I'm ready without you telling me that, yes, this is confirmation, or yes, I agree that that is, you know, ministering is something that you can do, because I didn't want to just talk to people in a way where I was, um, quote unquote, just inspiring them. I really wanted to make sure that I was leading people to the word and then becoming a blessing. Um, And so chain breakers, we hear that term all the time, breaking chains, generational curses, and all those things. I looked at my generation as that generation that needs to start breaking some chains. And so um, that's where that name came from, Chain Breakers, and the whole concept of, of having that, that prayer. Um, I said, how can I connect with people on a personal level and share what I've gone through? Because sometimes people will look at us and say, oh, they have themselves all the way together and not knowing that, you know, we've gone through some things and we still go through some things. And yesterday I went through something and I'd, I'd like to get on that call on Monday mornings and share what I've gone through because I want people to know that they are not alone. Um, and if I went through it or I'm, I'm able to go through it at this current time and I'm still trusting God in that, I want others to understand that they too can trust God. And, and it's because I have those personal conversations through my prayers with God. And I, and I think that is what has um, helped the, the Chain Breakers ministry grow um, and allowed us to connect in that way on that call. That is awesome. I mean, I like something you said. You know, people look at people and think they're all put together, but everyone looks at the, re- the end result, but no one looks at or counts the journey that we've been through to get to where we are. So you sharing that is, is really awesome. So you mentioned the time. So again, why 7 o'clock? Why, why you pick that time? Not, why not 3 p.m.? Why not 8 o'clock at night? Why 7, p.m.? Why 7 a.m.? So the funny thing is I'm an early bird. I actually get up at 3 in the morning, and I said, who would join me at 3 in the morning on a prayer call? And I don't think anyone would raise their hand to join me. So I said, all right, let's get people at a point where either they're just waking up or maybe they're commuting um, or maybe they're already at work. I want people to be in a place where they can jump on a call. And I couldn't think of any other time. I didn't want to do it at night because I also go to bed early, Um, even though we've had technical issues before and I have done it at 7 p.m. But 
I don't know, 7 a.m. just stood out and I said, let's catch people right before the sun comes all the way up and we can get get on this prayer and then go ahead about our days. That's awesome because God meets us in the morning when we rise. Matter of fact, I think God nudges us and says, hey, it's time to get up. And why not start our day talking to God? That That is truly awesome. Mm-hmm. You mentioned uh, your, your kind of community or your audience or the the. The, the demographic you were looking for, wh- who is this really targeted for? I mean, wh- what was your mindset? I, I know people from all ages can join it and, and call. So what was your real target group? So when I was initially thinking about it, I said I wanted to, because um, I was looking at our at, at our church, at Body of Christ Church, and I said there's um, we have something for the, you know, the seasoned saints, and we have something for the youth, but we didn't have anything for those in between. And I said, I want to do something where we can capture that generation in between. So I always say this is for um, 20-something to the 40-somethings and up, because we have every age range on that call. Um, so it's not limited to those particular that particular age range, but I wanted to make sure I captured the people that were in my generation, because um, one of the things I always say is we are the next generation of leaders in the church because when our seniors start saying, all right, it's time to pass the baton, we need to make sure that there are there's a next set of leaders that's going to be able to continue on in the church. That's awesome. Train them up in the way they should go. That's it. The next, mm-hmm. the next group, the next leaders, the next group of leaders are being taught how to seek God and all that they do that they may further his kingdom through his word and his direction. So here's another question. You talked about testimonies and things like that. Is there one particular testimony or that you that you could think of that you've heard of someone having a breakthrough because of chain breakers, because you birthed it and started it? Can you think of one that sticks out to you? Wow. I mean, we've heard so many testimonies on that call. Everything from people losing their jobs, not having anything and getting on that call every Monday morning and saying, my lights are still on, my my bills are still paid, my kids are still able to eat, and crying because they keep saying, and I don't know how. And I'm like, it's nothing but God. We've had um, individuals who nearly lost their lives get on that call and say, I was on life support. But here I am today. So we, I mean, there's some amazing, amazing testimonies. And I'm just, I don't know, I'm speechless when I hear some of it because I always, and I and I say, as I'm hearing it, I say to God, this is a lot. This is a lot, but I'm glad you chose me. That's, you know what? I had goosebumps going across my skin as you said that because mm-hmm. I think about his word where he says, if my people humble themselves and pray, I will heal the land. I heard yeah. testimonies of healing, testimonies of being provided for in, in situations where they shouldn't have been provided for. I mean, this, this is truly an awesome ministry you have going on here. And, and, and what I like about it, even when people are downtrodden, they join. People who are not downtrodden join. So, again, the Bible is so good and true. Where two or three are gathered, I am in the midst. God is there listening, trying to aid those who are in need. But we just have to come together and make it happen. So here's my next question. Now, on on a more personal level, how have you seen prayer change the lives of people that you know personally? I mean, you talked about chain breakers. How about personally, people you know in your family? Yep. So when I first... um 
brought this idea to Pastor Stewart, and I had this conversation with Minister Brown. It was before um, I was in the midst of some things, and I had thought about some things that I had gone through. And so it was like, oh, I want to pray with folks, um, how I learned to pray with folks. And I want to share my testimony with folks. But what I didn't know was I was being prepared for one of the biggest tragedies of my life. Um, when I announced Monday mor- um, the Monday morning prayer call in November of 2020, I said, hey, we're going to start December. This is what we're going to do. And who knew that when we were um, preparing to start that, prayer call. Our first prayer call, you know, we had it. Um, People jumped on, we prayed, and it was something in the atmosphere. That following prayer call, that following Monday, um, who knew I was getting on that call um, and my brother, my little brother was going to be murdered. So when I tell you getting on that call gave me some sort of strength that I never knew I would ever have. Um, and to be able to get on that call and ask my prayer warriors, that new circle that we had to not only are we going to lift up the issues that we all have going on, but keep me lifted. And that carried me through. And the preparation leading up to that particular day was a couple of weeks before um, even though I, we had um, spoke about it, I was trying to figure out how I wanted to do it for a couple of months prior to that. But from the moment I announced it in November of 2020 and actually started the very first call, who knew what I was being prepared for but God? And only he knew that I was going to need it to get me through the journey that was to come after that. So when we talk about... Um, the lives of people I know, uh, I put myself on that list. I put people on that list that don't even go to church, but because they're connected to me and they had been inspired by me in other areas of their life, they're like, well, let me see what she's saying. And honestly, the messages that they receive on those Monday morning prayer calls are sometimes the only um, spiritual messages that they are getting um, because they don't know where else to go, but to know that they're on there on that call, they're on there, they're hearing not only from me, from anybody else that jumps on and shares a testimony, that is where I know I'm supposed to be because God said, once you create the space, you create the space and then you got two or more people gathered. Then you got people who may consider themselves non-believers or not sure if they believe or confused about what they believe. You got those people on that same call hearing the same message and they are understanding what it means to lean on the word of God. Amazing. Amazing. Quick commercial break. Hey, my young loyal listeners, Tasha said that she told a minister that she was not a minister. I think we beg to differ, but we'll leave that alone for another day. So back to (laughs) the regularly scheduled episode that's in progress right now. Just wanted to have that PSA announcement. But anyway, back to this. My final question. Uh, You said a lot. You shared a lot. And truly, truly, I I, I see God moving in your life. And the fact that you, you just mentioned what you went through 
uh, as you started this ministry, you know, and you're still doing it, shows your commitment and dedication to God. And God is also going to be faithful and dedicated and committed to his word and continue to bless and keep you and your family through all that you go through and all the people you're helping. I mean, my goodness. I mean, <laughs> you're reaching a lot of people and you're changing a lot of lives without even knowing it. How about the people and the testimonies of the people who haven't came back to you? There are those stories that you don't even know about that will be yeah. counted for you in the Lamb's Book of Life when you go before Christ and God on that day. But anyway, my last question, what would you like to share with our young loyal listeners about prayer, your prayer ministry, and your experiences that, that wasn't asked today? Like, anything you want to close with? Yeah, don't worry about the rules. I grew up in a church where we had rules on how to pray, how to stand, when to pray. Forget about the rules and just consider it something personal between you and God. Your good days, your bad days, whenever you are feeling alone, whenever you're excited about something, whenever you're celebrating something, when you're confused about something, allow that to be the time when you have that conversation just to thank God. Just if you need an answer, ask him that question in those moments. And and I and I say forget about the rules because we get so caught up in the how and the when and all of those things. And, and then we miss our opportunity to actually be so transparent and be so open with God and he already knows our heart. So it's like we're trying to perfect something and he already knows what we're trying to say or do. So just share, pray, find your space. If you got to go lock yourself in a room, a closet, whatever it is, whenever you need to just find your space and do that because as you get older, it'll become more natural. I'll be walking down the street. People may think I'm crazy because I need to ask God, but why when I'm walking and I, I'll have those conversations, but it's because I have a relationship. And so I can talk to him whenever I need to talk to him and I don't have to get on his calendar. I ain't got to make an appointment, but I can just have a conversation with him whenever I need to. And that's what I believe that as, as young people, as you get older, just know that you, and, and even right now, you don't have to be a certain age, but even right now, just know that there's plenty of space and opportunity for you too to have that same relationship with God. And it's personal to you and no one can take that from you. Wow. I mean, again, Tasha, you have modeled yourself after the word of God because as you talk, I think about more scriptures to kind of support and to just confirm how you do, because the Bible says to cease without praying. And people think, well, how can I live a life 24 by 7 and, and never stop praying to God? Because, it, right, it's not about the rules. It's about a conversation. It's about a relationship. I talk to God while I'm driving. I talk to God while I'm working. I talk to God while I'm playing video games. I talk to God all the time because, like you said, I don't need an appointment. He's always there. Mm-hmm. So why not take advantage of the one who has laid the plan for your life out that he can help you navigate what he has called you to do? So, again, so awesome. And I, I want to do, well, here we go. My young little listeners, I want you to help me close out this interview and this episode with Tasha here of Chain Breakers by praying with me with her. Father God, we come to you right now thanking you for this great day that you have awakened us to, Lord God, a day that we have yet to see, Lord God, a day that you saw fit that we would all rise and do your work and your will, Lord God. Lord God, I ask that you make us white as snow by removing all sin from us, Lord God, whether in thought, deed, or action, on purpose, or unintentional, Lord God. 
Clean us up that we may come boldly before the throne of grace, that you may hear our cry and hear our ask and our request to you, O God. And right now, I pray a special prayer for Tasha and her chain breaker ministry, her family, Lord God, and all those that are connected to her in any kind of way, Lord God. Bless them. Give them hope. Give them courage. Give her continued support, Lord God, and continue to strengthen her as she continues to walk in this way for you, sharing your word and opening up lines of communication that people didn't know that they could communicate through her chain breaker, Lord God, that she is teaching the art of prayer to young people, to old people, to people of her generation. Have your way in her life life, and give her a double, triple, hundredfold blessing that she cannot have room enough to receive. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And we again, we thank you, Tosh, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Again, all I can say is, wow, what a powerful, powerful insight on prayer and all that it has done for Tasha's life. As Tasha signs off, I didn't want to leave you guys without a way to connect with her and her prayer ministry. Chain Breakers Ministry invites you to join them every Monday at 7 a.m. It is Faith in 15 Minutes, a prayer call with Tasha and the gang. You can reach them at 516-253-3664. Everyone is welcome, all ages. Dial in and join them on their journey to change the world one prayer at a time. You can also send your prayer request in advance to bocchainbreakers at gmail.com. All one word, bocchainbreakers. Again, join them if you are seeking God on another level for prayer and in prayer, 7 a.m. every Monday. Don't miss out. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, it's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.